along on my push bike, honey, when I noticed you. Round, round, wheels go round and round, round, up, pedal, down, up, down. You know I gotta get across to the other side of town to before the sun goes down. Live from Walnut Kills. It's an exciting edition of Lucha World. That was like the worst song we've actually had on. It the- is. It is. It was the only one I could actually. Think that of. was. That was actually the first song where you actually got all the words correctly. Like so every every once in a while, you get the wrong words in there. By the mixtures, yeah, an tongue, Australian you get tongue, band. You get tongue tied. It was covered by Mungo Jerry. Oh really? Yes, it's a great great song called Push Bike. Unfortunately, you're not Mungo Jerry. I am not Mungo Jerry. <laughs> no, nor could I be. Uh, you can't. You can't just do it. How's how's it going, everybody? To start the podcast, come on, Kurt. But what fun would that be? Yeah, I have to be the object of ridicule. Yeah, and there's lots to ridicule me yes. about this week. We have a big show this week. We but... have a big show this week. But first, aren't you going to ask me what I watched? Oh, what did you watch this week? Full, any any wrestling you watched? Full disclosure, ladies and gentlemen. There are two reasons I didn't watch any wrestling. Oh, are you really going to say it? No, you better not say that. I got a camera rammed up my ass on Kurt, Tuesday. Kurt's at that age now. In your early 50s, you celebrate being half a century old by getting your colonoscopy. So This, this is like this, like Dr. Lucha when he tells us his health updates. Yes, but like, instead oh, of man. saying it delicately, I say, yeah. I got a camera rammed up my ass. I had anal sex with a camera. And the other thing, full disclosure, is I am still obsessed with the Amy Semple McPherson story, The you, Evangelist. But you did watch wrestling. You went to a wrestling show, Lucha show, so. I did, actually. Our friend El Mechanico, we went to his show in uh, Huntington Park. Yeah. And he kept calling At a restaurant. At a restaurant. At a restaurant. Yeah. We're, we're running this restaurant-only wrestling shows lately, like, for some I reason. I know. And Lucha I love shows. It. I love it. I love... I love restaurants and bars and backdoor, you know, back alley arenas that only seat 100 people more than honest to God arenas. And you were the only white person at the show. I was pretty sure you and were. And the funniest thing is Mechanico kept calling me out, but yeah. I don't speak Spanish, so I didn't <laughs> know he was calling me out. Yeah. He was trying to run he, an angle. He kept saying Kurt was... If he he was um, starting a feud with Indio Mendoza, who some of you might know as a referee. Yes. But, Others of you might know him as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um He's starting a feud with him, which is going to be a mask versus hair feud. So every time he would, his promo was basically if he wasn't scared, if he's not scared of the of the American Vandal Drummond, he's not going to be scared of an, a Mexican. Yes, Indio Mendoza. <laughs> so I turned to Kurt and I'm like, no one's scared of you. <laughs> I know, I'm going to say if you saw me standing next to Indio Mendoza, who would you be more scared of? Who would you jump? I'd probably be more scared of you. Indio Mendoza seems like a nice guy. <laughs> like he's actually a very, he is actually a very yeah, nice he's, guy. He's like a really nice, like friendly looking he's dude. A, he's a sweet yeah. guy. I, I, I like Indio Mendoza a lot. I have a hunch Mechanico is doing that because I guess he's going to win Indio Mendoza's hair. That'd be a big deal because yeah. Indio's so, got a lot of hair. So I think he probably wants my hair too. Uh, how old is Indio's got to be in his fifties, right? Yes, like, yes. Yeah, sixties probably. He's been around a long time. Jeez. Good guy. That's really, good. Really That's really a, nice good. Guy. his hair's probably up there with Rush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember Rush, about twenty years ago he Ultimo Guerrero. About twenty years ago he proposed that he and I do a match together, a hair versus hair. Oh, you should have done that. That would yeah. have been a cool feud. That would have been fun actually. Yeah, you cut promos, him him yeah. as the Indio. I got to work with him a few times. He's what, fun to work was with. Was it pretty good? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
He looks like he could actually be a pretty good worker. Yeah, when he really turns it on, he can do a good match. Where did he wrestle before L.A.? Did he work wrestle in Mexico? You know what? I don't know. He's been in L.A. ever since I can remember. Yeah, because I mean, some guy, that one of the ring announcers, the guy who's doing the announcing, mm-hmm. kept po- ca- saying he saw Indio Mendoza wrestle like in like some part in Mexico, and I was like, I don't remember him and. I don't. I'm sure he was. If you look yeah, it up, probably in one of the regions. Yeah, so I, I'm guessing like it's that. possible, but yeah. it's like, or maybe it was just making it up. But. Yeah, let's put this. I don't remember him from the Hadco Plaza days at all, but yeah. uh, early '90s. Yeah, he's been around for a long yeah, time. Early '90s yeah. is when I first met him. Uh, but oh yeah, yeah. Full disclosure: I, I am still obsessed with Amy Semple McPherson. Oh no! I just want to reiterate. Any fan of professional wrestling, especially anybody obsessed with the whole Vince McMahon story, she is the perfect parallel of somebody who just took the nation by storm and had it all in her hands, but got too confident and let scandals rock her world. And uh, let's put it this way, there would never have been a Billy Graham or a Benny Hine. There would have been a Benny Hill without Amy Semple McPherson. But she was pro wrestling. She was WrestleMania before WrestleMania. Uh, While we're at it, I have to make some corrections from one of the the Christmas show that we did. Okay. Uh, John was the father of (laughs) was was not the father. (laughs) I'm happy to announce it's like the Maury Povich show. John John the the Baptist was not the father (laughs) of Jesus. Now, who was his father? Who was John the Baptist's father? Yes. Because Steve Sims wanted me to like... We must... We, we have to talk about this. Yeah. His father was Zachari- Zacharias El Perico, actually, and Elizabeth. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> so that's that, that's what we've, we, we've gathered through our research, yes. which consisted of me Google searching, and then me looking down at the Wikipedia thing right here that said his parents... And I figured since it's Zechariah and Elizabeth, I'll just go with wrestling people. There you go. Yeah, there you okay. go. There's your Bible update. So for... there you go. So Hare Krishna, Hepcats. We can now get to the lucha. We can get to the real news now. And it is actually Huge really news. big news of this Big week. news. Probably the biggest news since Alberto Del Rio. Triple A. Triple A's been on a with, roll. Coupled with Alberto Del Rio becoming Alberto El Patron. Yeah. This is like a double acquisition, which I think is even bigger news than most. People. Ray Mysterio, and he's gonna has returned to AAA, and he's he's already getting a ton of bookings. And it sounds like he's wanted this for some time. Yeah, well, he since last year, mm-hmm. and probably before that. I'm guessing it's been a while that he's been wanting out. But he made the announce. He did the Triple Mania appearance on video. Yes, where he wanted to. He was letting everybody know that he was going to be going to AAA pretty soon. Took him a while, but he's finally there. He's back. And this is huge, huge, huge news. Yeah. They introduced him at a press conference. Well, actually, the news came out, like, I think, what, like, last week, early last week or something? Like, sometime, sometime in between, like, during the weekend while we were getting ready to go to this Lucha show. <laughs> <laughs> I think it actually was. It was somewhere around that time. We it were was gonna right go. around there. Yeah. And then, like, they, held a, they announced that they were going to hold a press conference in, uh, on this past Tuesday to introduce Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. And, well, actually, they they just said they were going to have a press conference, but we all figured. Well, you know, they started a hashtag um, thing where it was um, un rey se acerca, which I thought was such a great idea for them. But you know, like when when somebody does that in other like entertainment rey sports, un rey un rey se acerca. Okay, a king of the circus. A king is coming. A cerca. A cerca. 
Acerca. Oh, yeah. I thought you said day at Cerca. No, I so said acerca. acerca. That means coming? Yes. <laughs> so, when you're in the throes of passion, yeah. you're screaming, Acerca, Acerca. No, no Kurt. Uh, uh, they started doing all this stuff, and they we kind of figured that, I think it was like a week ago that they started doing that, like probably a couple of days before that, during the week. And so then um, it, it was kind of weird because I was kind of thinking of all these other sports when they do this sort of, sort of thing. You know how everybody makes a little spoof of that oh, yes. when they're coming back. And I kept thinking, you know, why doesn't, because Reyes Scorpion was coming back to um, CMLL on Tuesday. I go, why doesn't CMLL jump in and like do something like that? You know, just as a joke. Yeah. But they don't have a sense of humor. So. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a, so, first of all, they don't have a sense of humor and they don't have really, they don't really particularly like using social media. So Right, right. Social media is so, the antichrist to them. Yeah. So Ray Mysterio made an appearance. It took him a while. They had a one hour long press conference. And he came in like towards the very end because they announced a lot of their other projects. They, they're Lucha Underground. They introduced Lucha Underground to the people in Mexico. They're planning to have that at some point in Mexico, airing that in Mexico. Um, they had a couple of other things. They actually had like a, a banquet type of, they had a meal and everything for the, the media and every, whoever was there. But um, so then they announced that they were going to start a, with um, Cerveza Victoria. Mm hmm. That's beer for you, Kurt. Yes, serving. That's one Spanish word <laughs> yes. that you know I've, I've called for it many uh, times. They announced that they were going to co-sponsor a, a show on Mar- on May 23rd. Mm-hmm. It was going to be a World Cup of Lucha Libre. A World Cup of Lucha Libre. Lucha Libre. CMLL did that in the past, mm-hmm. although theirs was kind of, I don't remember, I mean, it's been a while, so it's, but I think it was just USA versus uh, Mexico. Uh, Mexico. Right. Or they would do U.S. Uh, Mexico versus Japan. You think would, Mexico versus the world. They've done Mexico mm-hmm. versus the world, too. Um, they decided what they're going to do is a, like a... I don't know. If, they didn't mention... I think it's a tournament. It's going to be a competition, so mm-hmm. it's going to be a tournament. They're going to have three Mexican teams, uh, two American teams. They didn't mention what the, some of the teams were going to... Who was going to be on those teams. Um, one or two Japanese teams... We kind of think it's just going to be one because it kind of seems like two Japanese teams. That's already a lot of Japanese. That's like asking for a lot of headaches to deal with. (laughs) And then, uh, well, not headaches, more like the travel and all that stuff. And then one world team. Although, you know, Japanese team can be, it could be anybody. International. Yeah, it could be be some Japanese guys are already in Mexico. Right. Um, So they decided to introduce the team that was going to represent, one of the teams that was going to represent Mexico for AAA. Team Triple A, mm-hmm. and it was uh, Mysticis, Alberto del um, El Patron. Mm-hmm. I have to get used to saying Alberto El Patron. I know it's still a yeah. I'm still saying Alberto del Rio. I just call him Dos Cars Junior and confuse everybody. I like that. <laughs> and those uh, patrones. Those patrones. That would be that would be actually. <laughs> um, and the third guy was Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. So that's the first team. That's actually a dream team. I mean, that if you is. think about it. And um, they mentioned the other team from Mexico. One of them was going to be a trio from Triple um, A that was going to be like they're going to hold matches to to have the to make up that team, and then they're going to make another team that's going to be an independent trio. Okay. So like Which Mexican independence, cool, yeah. You know, it could be cool or it could be connect <laughs> connect teaming up with Viano Mil Mascara as well. Hey, I doubt. Hey, can we get Super Hot Junior? Yeah. Junior. <laughs> it could be connect uh, Junior. No, well, connect still wrestling, so it's it could be connect Doctor yeah, Wagner. True. They could always go with Doctor Wagner Junior again in L.A. Park or something. I like that. L.A. Park would never. I don't think. I'm guessing they wouldn't want him back. 
Oh, well, Hijo de Santo was somewhere around that area at that time. <laughs> with his he, belt. Yeah, he was taking pictures with Rey Mysterio, and everybody was talking about what a mark he was. <laughs> he had his own belt, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he had his own belt, which was hilarious. He is not his father. Yeah. Do you, I, I, it cracks me up. He could have carried his father's legacy and been almost as big. He was such. He was in a good role, too. Like, yes. Like, if you go back to, like, maybe 2004, before Mystico, really... He was perfectly fine. Then all of a sudden, Mystico showed up, and like I think he kind of snapped because the first, like the first interview he ever did, where he mm-hmm. was talking about when he had the breakup with CMLL, he wasn't very flattering about Mystico. Exactly. Then yes. afterwards, I was like, "Oh, my friend, my my godson. He godson because he um he was the one that introduced, like he was the one that pa- they paired up with. Yes. You know, the padrino, the padrino. Mm-hmm. So um, he was like, "Oh yeah, he's great. He." He's a star now and everything. It's like, well, it's funny, guy. I, I don't know what El Santo was like when yeah. you know, you know, behind. He was probably like that before. Well, but what the original Santo? I don't know what he's like oh, behind closed doors, but publicly, it sounded like he always carried himself. Yeah, yeah. Professionally, where the son had more of a swagger to him. And there's all, social media and all this stuff. I think it makes it more and more people are more talkative about how what a person's like. Yeah. So yeah. you kind of hear more about them. That's true. Like Dr. Wagner Jr., you hear a lot of his diva stories and stuff like that. And you, you shoot yourself in the foot too yeah. many times. Yeah. Mr. Niebla. Did we talk about Mr. Niebla? We that didn't, story. but I did hear that. Did you hear that story? Uh, the Meltzer said that he, he, I guess he showed up late to the bus and or something, and like that was the reason. Yes. Come on. It's Mr. We know Niebla. What the is. <laughs> like I said, he's Dr. Jerry yeah. Niebla. You know, it's, I like him. That's why I like him. He's Dr. Well, Jerry you know, I don't, Niebla. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I understand he has a problem and everything, mm-hmm. and I think, I think we're we're really the the bad guy in all this is CMLL just for letting him wrestle when he's intoxicated. Oh, I actually yeah. think they they're like the they were the wrong they were in the wrong. Whoever was in charge who decided to let him go out there was in the wrong. I mean, he was in the wrong for drinking, yes. but he's got a problem. I mean, you gotta you gotta know this stuff. Like oh, you can't exactly. You gotta like know that. Okay, like. Well, I, I don't there. even say that jokingly saying Dr. Jerry Niebla, Dr. Jerry Graham, a lot of people gave him second, third, fourth, and fifth chances yeah. where they should have, like, I mean, nobody could have saved him. Yeah. But somebody should have said, Enough. highway or the highway, get it straight. Yeah. You know? And, you know, a lot, a lot of people take him a long time to wise up. Yeah, it's going to be interesting what happens to with him. He could be, hey, he could be the internet independent team. <laughs> they, <laughs> he could be uh, the independent team for AAA, you never know. Now... You know, I never want to. I, I, I don't know. People are always cringing at the thought that Mr. Niebla would, but I think he wouldn't. Like for a chance, I would for, love it. You know, for a chance like that, I think he would sober up for that. He did a he did an interview afterwards, like a recent interview, where he talked about how he did have personal problems. So is he one of these guys who can walk a straight line if he has to for a while? Yeah, for a while, then it just yeah. comes back. Now, it sounds like. Well, no, no, AAA, I don't know who is uh, behind the control board, who's holding the book, but if they played this right, is it naive of me to think that this could be AAA's biggest year in oh, yeah. since the heyday? Since it probably the- is. I mean, they have the most talent they've had since then, really. Like, like if you, you could just watching Lucha Underground, you could see the talent. And they're going to bring in some of those guys. I, I, they brought in Cage already. Yeah, but and like I said, great. I haven't watched anything, but yeah. I, I'm, I've been watching just what the lineup yeah. on Lucha, Lucha Underground is alone, and that's like... What, well, you still haven't watched the last three weeks of Lucha nope. Underground? Oh my goodness. I haven't watched anything. Gosh, Kurt. Did you watch the CMLL show that I told you about the trios match the reason I do this podcast is, to is not so watch. I can learn <laughs> you can get up to date I can get updated, <laughs> updated <from you>. on- <laughs> I know 
I was on a roll for a while where yeah. I was watching everything. I haven't watched Fantastic Mania though, <laughs> so it's like, but I do have oh, it. Oh, that's weird. I watched something that yeah. you haven't. I, I, I that's but I have it. I have it. I'll watch that's it. Bizarre. I started watching part of it. I actually watched the part where um. What was it? I can't remember what it was, but there was something that was going on that I thought was kind of weird. Um, you know what I usually watch on, on those shows is a lot of, like, the interviews. Mm-hmm. Just because I like to, like, for some reason, the, the confusion and them trying to interview the Me- the Mexicans. And it's like, <laughs> it's like yeah, I, the guys are just like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like nobody told <laughs> They just have the same, the, the, the same generic questions and the same generic responses. Yes, I'm very happy to be in Japan. Looking forward to our matches. Really enjoy it. <laughs> like it's never anything See, that's different. That's where somebody like Mr. Niebla, you could picture him spitting and catching his own spit yeah. in his face and doing, you know. Yeah. It'd be more entertaining than, I'm good, it's good to be here. Yeah, the, with AAA, I mean, it's amazing. Cause, but, you know, I was I was watching um, Rey Mysterio. I was looking at that. I think they were posting stuff of, like, the pics and all that. And it was Rey Mysterio, Alberto, and mm-hmm. Mysticis. And I was just thinking, you know who would be the perfect trio to feud with them? Who's that? The one trio, the one group of guys who wasn't in AAA, Los Ingobernables. Oh God, that would be bitching. Rush, La Sombra, and that be bitching? you could dump La Mascara, throw in Marco instead. Exactly, I agree. <laughs> I so agree. I so yeah. agree. Yeah. Now, although La Mascara is, I mean, if he's I was going to say, if you did, just a thought, if. You called him something other than La Mascara and didn't have just him so generic. Do you think he would stand out more, or is he just? It'd be interesting if he like took, lost his mask. What he would look like without his mask? Because maybe he might he might have chari- he might be a good looking dude that has charisma. I mean, there's been guys who like wore masks for like the longest time, then they drop in. It's like, oh, this guy's so much cooler. Like, um, from this, well, going way back in time, Hemelos Diablo. Yeah. Just the thought that they even had masks. Yeah, because I never saw him with mask. I yeah. don't think I've seen. I think I might have seen a picture, but I can't remember. I if if I remember correctly, I think they lost it in one of the anniversary shows. Satanico was masked at one point. And isn't it weird to think of him? Yeah. With a mask? And now he's ruining Guadalajara wrestling. <laughs> but not by his wrestling. Yeah. yeah, he's well. Not but well. He's wrestling, but he's not. It's not his. Yeah, it's not his yeah. wrestling. It's his. It's his um his, his ideas and st- his antiquated. But you know that's not just him. It's like everybody. Like no, it's a lot of people. I, I I remember talking to Jeff Walton when Red Bastine was trying to do the win promotion when all these missteps were being mm-hmm. doing. I'm I'm saying, but he was such a great worker. He knew how to work a good match and, and he Walton didn't work told, his style. Well, no. Walton said, I know so many people who were great workers in the ring, but if you ask them to book a show, they didn't know up from down. Wow, and I, you know, yeah, you know that. I mean, I know that now, but back then that was a shocker to me. That somebody who knows how to get heat with a crowd, knows how to work a crowd, knows a good finish, can't put together a, a you know, the whole story. You know what I like about Rey Mysterio going back is that that kind of elevates Pentagon Junior. Because oh. Rey Mysterio is a main, basically Rey Mysterio is your star. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to work against guys his size, and who better than Pentagon oh, Junior? That sweet. That's awesome. Like him, Pero Junior. You could tell Perro Jr. has been motivated the last, like, ever since these guys started, like, returning. You know, returning. anybody <laughs> in AAA who is not motivated right now is an asshole. Yeah. Because you should be on fire. <laughs> you sh- you want to be in this mix. Yeah. Even if you're on the undercard, you yeah. want to be part of what's... what. Well, their undercard's really good, too, so it's yeah. like... But, I mean, who, who knows what's going to transpire in the next year? Well, look at Hijo is Fantasma. Hijo is Fantasma, like, when he was in CMLL, we're like, eh, he's all right. Mm-hmm. Like, his last year was... Yeah, you right. know, you know, and then you would think you you would you would have somebody remind you, yeah, but he was getting pushed when he was when he first got there because of his relationship with the, his dad being in the commission, 
and then you're but then you're like yeah but yeah that's understandable but now that he's in triple a it's like oh he's really he's a lot better than you thought yeah, <laughs> when we, you thought of him in in cmll plus he speaks english too which is yeah, another advantage yeah. yeah now now uh for Rey mysterio obviously he's also getting um you read that story about him asking for twenty thousand for um, yes. indie bookings right yes i did let's book him what? for um <laughs> For Holt Street Wrestling. Holt Street Wrestling. <laughs> He'll be like, where's... Well, 7,000 people show up to, like, see him. He's like, what's going on here? Uh, we're just... We're just... Yeah. We're going to make... What we make off of you, we're going to make... Yeah. We're charging 50 cents a piece. <laughs> they all get to shake your hand. Yes. We're actually going to lose money. That's our goal. Lose money running this. Hey, if I won the lottery, I'd do silly things like that. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I you would. You want to make money. If I had $50 million... No, no, I do silly things. I promote shows in, in, like I said, in back alleys, in dive bars, and I bring the biggest talent in and only let like 50 people in. Yeah, so he's going to be in, um, he's actually going to be in that uh, WrestleMania weekend doing the podcast podcast with Conan and all that. Now, obviously, there's going to be a limitation to how many actual in-ring appearances you can do like in a year. Right? Yeah, Just, he said he's perfectly fine to wrestle, so... I mean, I'm he sure probably figures good. That. I'm just worried about his body holding yeah. up. I mean, now he'll probably make a little. Then he'll start doing his podcast, <laughs> <laughs> his own podcast. You know, all these guys end up doing podcasts. Colt Cabana, Colt Cabana, Rick Flair is going to do start doing a podcast. <laughs> I can only imagine That'd be him. Funny. I can imagine. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> every every five minute, every five seconds. <laughs> He starts doing the whole woo chant. Awesome. Thing. So what else do we have for you? Triple uh, A, Ray De Reyes, March 15th. They released the lineup. It's going to be on iPay-Per-View for those of you who want to order it. They're actually accepting PayPal. Uh, so that's uh, good. Or You can use your credit card too if you want, but I, I prefer using PayPal. <laughs> I don't trust. Or, or I could just not. <laughs> or not do it. <laughs> well, you know, this was the thing that they're listing it as being HD or 3D. And I'm like, well, I really? think I think we'll settle for it working in HD. Now I'm kind of thinking I'm gonna wait till after because I remember you got yeah on that one. Well, they they sent me back my money, so oh I, okay, oh the, give them credit there. Yeah, the first one I think they did. Actually, the second one did I pay for the second one too? I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Did the second the first one, one or was the, the second one the one where they charged me and I I got my money back. I think one of them. One of them I got my money back. Well, one okay. of them I remember you didn't yeah. get to see. Did, did the second one go off without a hitch, or are they still having pay-per-view problems? I think the second one had pay-per-view problems, but I can't remember if I, what happened with that one. I think they sent me back my money for that one, too. I can't remember. Oh, no. They had a rule where if you watched a percentage of it, you lost your money. Yes. That's only right. 10 bucks. I mean, that's not but I don't remember if I paid for that. I can't remember, <laughs> I can't remember that. It's been so long. I can't remember all this stuff. It was only, if it was only 10 bucks, I probably didn't cry about it. <laughs> I cry about when I have to pay like those, like those pay-per-views where it's like 50 bucks or something. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So it's going to be an iPaper. It's actually going to be, it looks, pr- it's a pretty good card. I mean, the main event is going to be uh, Ray Mysterio in the ring, teaming up with Mysticies versus Pedro Aguayo Jr. And Pentagon Jr. Very cool. Which should be awesome. Um, the semi-main is going to be the Ray de Reyes, mm-hmm. which is going to be Aerostar. Yes. Who you don't like. To, <laughs> you, do, it's, you, don't, you don't like his odds, basically. Mm-hmm. You like him. You just don't think he has good odds of winning this. Yes. Versus El Macias versus Psycho Clown versus Hijo del Tejano. Okay. And you, you're basically, who are you picking to win that? Well, let's do our predictions. Let's do our predictions. Oh, God. Who I'd do be you, the worst. Who do you have winning the main event? The Mysticis Rey Mysterio Versus Hijo del Perro and um, Pentagon Junior match. 
Raymond, uh, you think Rey Mysterio is going to win in his debut? In his in return? His, his debut? In I his would, return? I would say pop the crowd, let him win. But I know when Alberto El Perro came you're, in the first time, they they, they jobbed him. him. So you're thinking they're going to job him? They'll job him and then have him win the, the next <laughs> match. I mean, if that's their pattern, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, Ray the Race, who do you have winning? Aerostar, Messias, Psycho Clown, or Tejano Jr.? Actually, I have... I have Probably Tejano Jr., I would okay. say. I have Rey Mysterio winning the, his team. Rey Mysterio yeah. and Mysterio okay. winning their me. Um, that match, I actually have... Um, I actually think Tejano's going to end up winning, That's too. That's my prediction. Yeah, because he's going to have to challenge Alberto at some point. Mm-hmm. Plus, they're probably going to wait to laugh a little longer. I mean, It's kind of like... Ray the Race is kind of like Money in the Bank. That, that, that suitcase for yeah. Money in the Bank where... They win it, but it doesn't mean he's going to defend it right away. Yeah, you don't know let's when. Let's put it this way. If somebody besides Tejano were to go over, I would think they would have it be somebody to challenge him in the future. And then turn but or none something. None of those guys seem like... Or somebody might turn. Yeah. Messias might turn. But I really do think it's going to be Tejano. Um, Alberto Patron versus Brian Cage. Cage, as you know. Yeah. Who do you have winning? Alberto? I wouldn't be shocked if Cage uh, won. To challenge later. I think they, well... Alberto? I think it should do Alberto. Yeah. That'd be my pick. They gotta start doing... Oh, actually, there's Ray the Reyes. Triple Mania would be the show where they start doing the... Um, okay, uh, trios match. Blue Demon Jr. and Los Gueros del Cielo, who are Angelico, or Angelico. Angelico. And Jack Evans mm-hmm. versus Los Hell Brothers, who are Averno, Chessman, and Cibernetico. Wow. I have. I don't know who's that, but Jack Evans involved, so I want to see the match. They, 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 you think they'll win? Because I think a cybernetical gets locked in the toilet in the restroom again. <laughs> <laughs> if, you know what? Uh, this match could be match of the year uh-huh. if they lock cybernetical and Blue Demon in the yes, restroom. <laughs> yes, yes. So Conan, I asking when you were telling the line. So, so, so somebody please send this to Conan. Conan, yes. lock Blue Demon Junior and cybernetical in the restroom. So that, and that Huero's at Cielo versus Chessman and Averno can have do a good match. Do you remember, okay, do you remember um, that WCW... Uh, Kevin Sullivan, where the, he locked the Road Warriors in or something? Yeah, and Junkyard Dog, and yes. Tenru was... Yeah, they locked somebody in. Yeah. Yeah. See, that was a disaster, but this would work if they yeah. locked those guys <laughs> in. No, you know, when, when you were, when you were at, asking me what, what my prediction was... When you were saying Blue Demon, Messias, I was kind of saying, oh, I don't care. I don't. Oh, Jack Evans? Oh. It's not Messias, it's Angelico. I thought you said that Messias was in there somewhere. No, Messias is in the Ray the Reyes. Okay. Kurt, you're not even paying attention to me. This is no, very I'm upsetting. Just, no, I'm not. I'm just dim. Yeah. <laughs> you just got it confused. Um, what was I going to say? What do you think of Angelico? Have you seen him recently on Lucha Underground? You haven't seen him yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, oh, great. Okay. <laughs> Don't you love having me? Well, you know, it's weird because, well, I should just mention, I actually kind of don't like him. <laughs> His offense, I, I just think he looks kind of like, he looks kind of goofy to me. Like, he doesn't, doesn't, he's not the type of wrestler I would root for. Mm-hmm. It's, he's, he's not bad. He's not bad in the ring. I well, just don't find him as, like, I'm, I'm sure people who have, like, who've seen, like, him in IWRG, I saw him in IWRG and all this stuff, they understand why I wouldn't, like, be a fan of him. Well, when you, when you, when you mentioned Alberto and Brian Cage, it's, and I went over this last show. It's not that I don't like Brian Cage. It's just Cage is awesome, though. No, he's a great worker. It's yeah. just, it's just like I said. He's supposed to be this guy coming and destroying people, and he's selling like crazy for Prince Puma. 
And meanwhile, Pentagon Jr. is breaking people's arms. And yeah. Look at this big, scary guy who does a moonsault. Yeah. You know, I, I mean... For the what, moonsault's awesome, but I mean, he, that's got to be like something that he killed and just kills the guys. To, yeah, he's supposed to be... Yeah. He's supposed to be... And okay, maybe he'll get over in a different way in AAA just by being a foreigner. Yeah. Where in Lucha Underground, basically... Algunas palabras, Avisman, para tu público. We are the champions. We are the bats. Remember... This is Son VIP. <laughs> very good, very good, very good. Very good, very good. Very good. About Cage. <laughs> Rage about Cage. We're back. I hope all of you uh, got something wonderful out of that important uh, public service. This time, this time we did have to use the commercial for a reason. Yes, there the is. Batteries died on the. the batteries died in us. But, you know, if the batteries didn't die, we wouldn't have gotten that wonderful message out. And I hope everybody is listening. Yeah. So that's my rage about Cage is I <laughs> I like Cage. I like his talent. I think he's on some good uh, human growth hormone. <laughs> however, however, it, no, no, it's just, it's just the Lucha Underground thing. I'm just saying, okay, here's this giant monster, but he's so graceful and he's getting his butt kicked. Yeah. Before he even establishes himself as this destroyer of men. And yes, he did attack Conan, but Conan was fine by the next episode. If he's in Actually he was out for a while, wasn't he? Was he? Was he? I don't remember. It was did a they while at ago. least go to a hospital and say, Conan, are you gonna live? <laughs> you know, I, I'm an old Conan man. wore a bandage, See, a bandage I'm, I'm and an everything. Old man. I'm used to I'm used to the blue collar performance art where yeah. art where Freddie Blassie actually wore his eye patch in public yeah. after getting blinded by... Well, you know, you got to give Lucha Underground credit that they actually had um, uh, Big Rick wearing an eye patch after he got blinded by the, the crew. Okay. So, you know, they're actually trying to do stuff like that. And I hate even knocking it because Lucha Underground <laughs> is the best thing to do. Did you hear about... Uh, we'll get to the AAA, the rest of our AAA preview. Okay. And, did you hear about Russo, Vince Russo? I've I've heard a whole bunch the of the latest, but did you have you heard I, the latest? I've not heard the latest. What's the most <laughs> so, recent rant? So he started a website called um oh god, Pyro Ballyhoo or something like some mm-hmm. shit like that. And uh so like they, it's subs- subscription based. Yes. He got people who actually paid to like for to read his stories and listen to his podcast wow. and stuff like that. So all of a sudden this past I think had to be had to be Monday or something. Mm-hmm. Sometime between Monday and Tuesday, he mentions that he's no longer a part of this um, website that he, he created. Okay, I do remember that part. For some reason, I think he said he he created it. So like, it, I can't remember the specifics if he created it. Well, he came up with the name and stuff. So it's like, how the fuck did you like lose that? <laughs> so then he mentions that he he got locked out of his um, website. Oh. So I'm guessing there might, he must have been he must have been the one with the idea and somebody must have put the money behind right. it. Okay. So I'm guessing the people must have like complained about what he was. They must have had a disagreement and they locked mm-hmm. him out, changed the password or something. So he couldn't get in. So he basically so he's like he starts he did, he did this YouTube video explaining to people that he doesn't know. He know he was told that people were getting charged. Their PayPal accounts were being charged. He doesn't know anything about that because he's he can't access the account. I have no idea if he's if it's him not being able to access his account. Or if, like, other people can't access it and check right. it. Because, I mean, you, you could just change your password. I mean, call the web host and, like, yes. they'll, they'll change your it's password for that. you. Yeah. So I'm just reading this stuff. It's like, dude, this guy is such a, such a like, for a guy who likes to refer to people as Marks, he's got to be, like, the biggest, 
he's got to be the biggest mark in pro wrestling. Oh, I mean, it's amazing. Easily, easily. Just the just the guy who just like comes up with these like weird things. It's like I, I I'm just gl- I'm just glad he's not involved in like anything I like to watch. Exactly, because that would be the end of anything you like yeah. to watch. Like Lucha Underground. And the people, like, it's amazing. Like, they'll interview the people from Lucha Underground, and they'll still ask him what, what they asked um, Krista Joseph, who's, um, I think he's a producer for um, the show, for Lucha Underground, what, um, what involvement does um, Vince Russo have in, uh, with Lucha Underground or mm-hmm. what going further? And he's like, Vince Russo has nothing to do with Lucha Underground. He's got, he's not involved. He's not, nothing. Don't worry about it or whatever. Yeah. It's See, like, everybody's in panic. <laughs> yeah, everybody's it in panic mode. Me, it reminds me of when uh, the first George Bush, you know, the one with brains, uh, uh, puked. Remember when he yeah. puked on camera? Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly everybody's saying, oh my God, what if he dies? What if he dies? And I'm saying, the guy yeah. puked. He threw yeah. up. And, but we all know why they were scared. They said, that means Dan Quayle might run things, and they're in a panic. And I think it's the same thing. The, well, the, he probably has nothing to do with Lucha Underground. Everybody's saying, "No, no, we." No, he, he came to L.A. and everybody. So I was thinking. So I, like I like I said before, you, if Vince Russo ever comes, he can't come to L.A. Basically, as long as Lucha Underground right. is around, running shows here. Vince Russo can't be in Los Angeles. Now, he did actually go to a show, right? <laughs> yeah, he went to a show, and apparently uh, he he tried to get he recommended um the um sign. China. Conan, Conan actually said, I think Conan said on his podcast that that, that, that was true. Even I wouldn't sign China. This, despite, despite Russo claiming he didn't like make any suggestions, uh-huh. Conan said that he was making suggestions. Like, why the fuck would you want China on? Which underground? Yeah, you want a train wreck and a lawsuit. Yes. You know, or she, if you want to make a new porno flick. Yeah. You know? Wait, make her, <laughs> she could be, what was it, Incredible Hulk? <laughs> Do you see that she was like one of the Avengers and one of the, we, this is a, this is a, this is oh. this is the portion of the show where we, we reveal our porn <laughs> background exactly, stories. Exactly, exactly. The only the only thing is we've been holding back. Every, yes. Everybody watches porn. Yes. Nobody admits. Nobody it. admits to it. Every and and the person who ridicules people for watching porn is the person who's watching more <laughs> yeah. than anybody or has more problems than, than exactly than than, exactly. than watching porn. Um, okay, getting back to AAA Ray the Reyes. Uh, the <laughs> fourth. Subject. The yeah. fourth match is the AAA Cruiserweight title match between Phoenix as champion versus Hijo del Fantasma. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm not sure if Phoenix is the champion. I think that's Hijo del Fantasma. Why am I thinking that's Hijo del Fantasma? Well, who do you think is going to win, Phoenix or Hijo del Fantasma? I think Phoenix is probably going to win. I, I, <laughs> Actually, I have all the faces winning, so I think Hijo del Fantasma will probably win. <laughs> you really think all the faces will go over? I don't know. I, we've been listing, and I, I've been... Oh, no, Tejano. I had Tejano. Yeah, Tejano. Yeah. Phoenix or Hijo del Fantasma? I don't know. You don't know. I have no way. I see. I don't know what direction they're going. Yeah. You gotta just get. If I was gonna push somebody, I'd push Hijo de Fantasma. Really? Because you think Phoenix is an emo. <laughs> no, I like Phoenix. Baby. I actually like Phoenix, but because you don't follow him on Twitter, I that's think... why. <laughs> okay, is it me or should Hijo de Fantasma? Is there some quality there? Should he be pushed more than he is? He's already pushed more than he is. <laughs> see, I he's pushed I, pretty I, well. I liked him in CMLL, he's... and I I kind of thought. Uh, you know, with CMLL, the problem is that there's really no, um, they don't really define the characters. Mm-hmm. It's basically you're just one of the many, you yourself have to make yourself your right. character. Because, I mean, if if you wait for somebody else to do it, you're basically like Rush, Rush and Sombra. Who would have thought Sombra was a great heel? And he is. He did it on his own. He basically joined with Rush and they're a great heel trio. 
And uh, Ilha Fantasma, probably, he, you know, Ilha Fantasma would have probably ended up being a better third member of the Ingobert Nobles if he would have just. Mm-hmm. Now here, here, but I mean, it's, here's a question it's pointless to you. It's pointless a, to wait. Just, just a question to pose to you. Say, just you know, totally hypothetical. If Russian Somber did go to AAA, do you think? They'd be main eventers. They'd be main eventers, but would they let them be them? Like you're saying... Why not? That's like actually... They, yeah. No, no, no. But, but what I'm saying is... Triple A wouldn't it hold sounds, back. Okay, they wouldn't hold back. They'd they wouldn't them, hold back. They'd let them be them. Why would they ruin a good thing? Because <laughs> like promoters do that all yeah, the time. Yeah, they wouldn't ruin it. Look, Conan wouldn't ruin that. Look at WWE. They Daniel Bryan, they, yeah, who, they is, who even even the mainstream media wants to push Daniel Bryan. Yeah, they wouldn't do anything. They wouldn't. And WWE doesn't. They wouldn't do anything. They'd, they'd be fine with them like that. They'd be ecstatic if they could get Damn, them. I almost want them to yeah. go there now. <laughs> no? Yeah, but then what would you watch in the CMLL? Uh, I probably would have stopped watching CMLL yeah. at that point. <laughs> you just get narrow constant matches. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, you don't have to worry about stopping to watch them. They'll figure out a way to stop, make you stop watching them. <laughs> They'll stop putting up their stuff on TV and stuff. I picture the, 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 the Ludabro family all having drinks and saying, yeah. okay, uh, how many of our most faithful, loyal fans can we get to stop I, watching us? I have no idea because, I mean, you know, it's funny because a lot of the people who, like, say that we are hard on trip, on CMLL. I love Rob, CMLL. Rob, Rob, like, Rob is really hard on them, like, on mm-hmm. Twitter. For some reason, I got grouped with him, which I, I don't mind. I mean, because I'm pretty hard on, on CML too because right. they're pretty bad right now. It's like, it's like, yeah, they have one or two good matches, but then you're looking at AAA as, like, you gotta watch CMLL. If you're just watching CMLL, yeah, I watched CMLL like for two, three years. If you didn't watch it like in 2004, 2005, mm-hmm. 2006, they were packed. The yes. lights were turned on in the arena. Yes. They had lights on. Mm-hmm. They don't have lights on anymore. It's dark. Yeah. It's not dark because it's ambient. That's an ambient effect. Right, exactly. That makes it look nicer on TV. Yeah. No, it's dark because there's nobody going. Exactly. You watch the shows from 2006, and then you're going to start arguing with me who actually has all this stuff. You know, well, no, I actually have a track record of watching and, everything. And, and, so. and I've said this like it sounds jokingly, but it's not. No, I enjoy CML despite how uh, backward they are. It's I mean, not. It's not that not it, backward, but incompetent. And you know, it's weird because people will think, "Oh, you hate CML." No, it's not because I hate it. I actually like it. I prefer CMLL to AAA. So do I. I actually like. I think Rob is probably the only one that actually would admit to being. A bigger AAA fan than CML mm-hmm. fan. I love CMLL. That's like my promotion. I grew up watching. That's why I, I get so frustrated. I grew, up, I grew up watching it as EMLL. I grew up watching Dinamitas, Rayo de Jalisco, mm-hmm. Paraguayo coming in. Um, all those guys, Hijo Santo, all these guys coming in. And then you watch it now. It's like, man, when are they going to like figure this stuff out? And like, why are they giving us Thunder matches? Like, you watch the the sun. Remember that the remember weird. how great the Saturday shows were? Yep. Like from, I think from about, when was it when Dave said it was good? Like May? Sometime in May, mm-hmm. right? From about May last year to about um, the anniversary show. Great shows. Then all of a sudden, just like, oh my God, this stuff got, got progressively worse. Now, here's my question. Is, is it as simple as something, do they have a booker and then they get a different booker and who doesn't know it's what to do? It's the same guys. It's the same guys. They have a They have an old... Old way of thinking, and you know the mm-hmm. sad thing is, a lot of the people who are involved in CMLL mm-hmm. think that way too. So you're basically talking about having to change. Because I even made a comment on uh, on Twitter. I go, "Is there like a young Luderoth kid that we don't know about who He's maybe who, who doesn't really like 
Like, because you know that's the thing with Dorian. Dorian isn't like a. He's not a passionate. I mean, like he doesn't. He probably doesn't. From what I've heard, like, is he doesn't. He get loves it. wrestling, but no, but he Dor- Dorian gets it. He's changing the whole thing. He he has more interest. He understands the the newer, the newer okay. business, okay. like the business of like actually making money. Like these guys, these guys, their idea of in CMLL, they think if you're airing it on television, that's mm-hmm. what's affecting attendance. Which is isn't. No, no. It's bad wrestling that's affecting attendance. Oh, it's, exactly. It's repetitive matches. It's all this other stuff that's going on. I mean, your TV, when your TV is pretty bad and it's edited to death, that's more of... Actually, it does affect it because it's making it look bad. But, uh, yeah. So, you're, it's in a way, you're yourself making it look bad. And it's understandable away. If it was a good TV show, I would be like, exactly. oh. Exactly. See, it's different. Lucha Underground, it's edited so the TV yeah. show looks good because it is a TV show. Yeah, but Lucha Underground is in AAA, though. Exactly. That's the difference. Like, if you watch the AAA show, it's not... It's a lot... It's it's complete matches. If it's edited, right. it's not edited to death like the like the CML shows. Yeah. Like what's going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like there's a lot. Like it it it, it would take some complete diff, different mindset for CML to change the way. And you know it's fine. You know because they they still get a huge gate for their one or two big shows, which is fine. But then you're watching all these other shows. Because I remember, okay... The, you watch I, every other show, and it's like, oh, my God, the show's really, like, there's nobody there. Right, right. The Tuesday show, nobody shows up. And then you're, people are going to say, yeah, but nobody shows up to Tuesday. Yeah, well, you know, in 2007, 2008, we still have proof from that show was around back then. People were attending shows back then. And it, and it always reminds me of when uh, uh, Dave Meltzer knew Paul Bosch, and he said Paul Bosch put on this huge show that yeah. threw nothing... And Paul Bosch gave him like ten different reasons why it didn't draw because uh, the weather was bad. Triple uh, A does that too. Triple well, A does but, that too. <laughs> but, then, but then after Paul Bosch told him all those reasons, he says, yeah. "You know what I just did?" He says, "I give you a bunch of stupid reasons why yeah. I promoted a show that nobody wanted to see." Yeah. And if you're, I I think if you're a promoter, I mean, who knows if if I think when people become promoters, they become delusional and they. They can't think out of the box, yeah. but I think that's the first thing you guys see is why didn't people come to see this? What should I give them that they want to and, see? And you know the bad thing is that they've kind of developed a lot of their fans have this mindset where you know the the, the hardcore fans that used mm-hmm. to attend the shows they don't see the young wrestlers as stars. Yes, they see like like if you ask them what would improve CMLL, they won't tell you push Panther. You know, like like us. Like, if you ask American fans, we would say, push the Panther, push yes. Echicero, mm-hmm. Cavernario, Dragon Lee, put them in the main event with the Negro Casas, mix them in. We're not saying lower Atlantis or get rid of all these other guys. No, elevate these guys, combine them, do something. There's got to be something, a, a mix that you guys can com- find yeah. that'll work. No, what their idea would be was, oh, you guys got to bring back the Villanos, Pirata Morgan, oh, <laughs> Raya de Jalisco, Los Dinamitas, Fuerza Guerrera. No, and it's like, no, you can't do that because you're going to go... You're going to go once, and then you're going to stop going. <laughs> you know, and, and that's something that's, that's kind of gonna been, happen. Been, been the end of a lot of promotions yeah. throughout history is they want to rely on the old guard when the old guard yeah. is no longer effective. Well, think if AAA, when they first started, if they didn't take a chance on Rey Mysterio Jr. Yeah. I mean, a lot of promoters wouldn't have given He's a bigger him. star now, too. So yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. So and look at AAA. Like, they're elevating Pentagon Jr., who basically wasn't a guy who was a headline guy in their promotion. He's basically become a headliner because in their eyes, it's happened here in L.A. Mm-hmm. with Lucha Underground. He's kind of 
become a bigger star here than, than he is in, in Mexico. He's, like, people actually love him over here. And over there, it's like, it's kind of barely starting, like, hey, this guy's pretty cool. You know, he's a really uh-huh. badass guy, you know. Now, and I want to ask you again about Dorian Roldan, and I know I'm sounding ignorant here, because yeah. I am. But no, several years ago, and I'm not going to say who, who. Conan? Not Conan. <laughs> no, somebody else told me that uh, he had good intentions, but didn't quite get it. Was he just wrong, or has Dorian Roldan figured out the business? I think he's figured it out, more or less. Okay. I think what happened is he's kind of like figured out the other, he's, what he's good at, the other stuff. Okay, gotcha. Whereas, like, the, maybe not the wrestling thing, he might not be able to tell you how to do a, how to book a show or stuff like that, but he lets the, the other so people do it. So he understands what is his kind of, yeah, yeah. And plus, okay. it's, the, it's not just him, it's the family. Yeah. It's not just him, it's the, it's, they have, they have more people involved, so it's like, they're more, they're, they're younger. Yeah. It's a younger type of group of people who are running. I'll say this is the first time I've been excited about AAA in a long time. Yeah. I mean, I've you're not going to watch it. it. <laughs> of course not. If I watch, you're not if gonna I watch start it. watching it, that's going to blow everybody's it, mind. It, it's been something that's Every, been all the nobodies. And you know, it, it's not. It's not that it, it's just something that started now. It's been the last three years that they've kind of finally. Because mm-hmm. let's not forget, a couple of years ago, when when Conan, when Dor- when um, Antonio Pena passed away. Their original idea was that they were going to bring in foreigners, mm-hmm. and they were going to be the ones that were going to teach the guys how to work because they didn't have anybody who could work and all this stuff. Oh, and look at who the guys ended up. Who are the guys that AAA like Lucha Underground brought in? Drago. Mm-hmm. He was he's been around the longest, like a long time. As Gato Veretti, Allen, uh-huh. and now he's Drago. People love him. Aerostar's been around for before back when they were saying all that stuff about bringing in foreigners. Yes. What they did was they brought in more Mexicans. <laughs> they brought in <laughs> Phoenix, Pentagon Jr. They, what they did, what, what they've actually done smartly, they've taken advantage of what WWE and CMLL have kind of like, they want, like WWE doesn't see guys as stars. They say, hey, we'll, we'll bring you guys back, mm-hmm. Albert. Where, and CMLL doesn't want to spend money, so they go to AAA. Because you don't think Alberto would have gone to CMLL? He would have gone to CMLL. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and on, on top of them not spending money, they're very stubborn in their ways, yeah. too. They hold grudges and well, the, they well, like, have their way. And they're making money, too. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're probably saving more money, but you're not... If you're a fan, what's the point of... Like, like it's like if you're, like if you're following a sports team mm-hmm. and your team... Like the Clippers for years, the LA Clippers mm-hmm. for years... The guy wouldn't put any money into the, the the team, right? So you basically were rooting for them. They were losing. Sometimes they would win because they would always. They, in in sports, when you're bad, you keep getting dra- high draft picks. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, you're going to be good. Yeah. So then, like, they got good. He finally realized, hey, we're going to start spending. Well, guess what? When you spend money and the team's good, people actually want to watch it. They spend. They invest more money into your you business. See interest, you yes, see you start seeing money. You know, and there's ways around. Like, you don't have to spend a ton of money. Like. There's a salary cap. If you cap yourself at a certain amount, you could actually like make money. Like, so do you think CML will hold on long enough for that possibility? There is a young man coming up who might. Yeah, and that's what they're gonna. That's what. Well, they're not even gonna have to worry about that. There'll probably be somebody who comes up because they can stay in business. There's gonna be a wrestler who comes up Mm -hmm. who's gonna get everybody interested, and then they're gonna get hot again. Yeah. But until then, you're like, oh shit, this is pretty bad. <laughs> until <laughs> then, you, you until then, you're watching Atlantis versus Ultimo Guerrero for the fiftieth right. time. Yeah. You know what? What what's going to be interesting? Mm-hmm. It's going to be we're going to find out when the anniversary comes around. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you know that tournament they always have where they have the heel and the babyface team yeah. up. That just is about today. It's going to be the day that it ends. Mm-hmm. 
that used to the last two years that used to usually that that would set up the 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 anniversary main event. Okay. This year they didn't set that up. This year they actually just used the they used the pairing for the Dos Leyendas main event. Right. So like, what's the main event? Nobody really knows what's the main event. It's got to be mm-hmm. nobody knows. So it's like. This is could I'm worried because it could be another cage match. That's what I was going to say. If, type if, of thing. You, if you don't see anything on the horizon, good chance you're going to yeah. have a cage. In, and in I, for a while, I kept thinking it was Mr. Niebla, but now that he's out, it's like I doubt. <laughs> I doubt it's going to be him. Because I mean, if you did like Mr. Niebla's mask versus Rush's hair, that, I think that would sell out. Or you could, you could have Mr. Niebla, Mr. Niebla loses salivary glands. So he can't <laughs> yes. Spit anymore. Yes. Yeah, because, I mean, other than Atlantis mask and Rush's hair, I mean, what else is valuable yes. right now? So what else have we got in the news? Um, well, we didn't finish the Rey de Reyes. The, ah, keep the, going. The, the well, other we, match. We have our picks still, then. Bengala and Drago teaming with Supernova. Supernova joined um, AAA. Okay. He's um, te, um, We're talking Tejano f- Jr.'s um, brother. Okay. Not Supernova from ECW. Yeah, I was say, he's not coming in as a little, uh, yeah, little device. The, What's that little? Yeah. I don't even know what those things are called. The mall cop. The mall cop. Device. They're facing Daga, Hijo del Pirata Morgan, and Superfly. I think the heels might I win that one. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have the heels. Bengala is um, Ricky Marvin, if you didn't know that. No, I did not know yeah, that. You didn't know that. Of CMLL released no, their... No, Bengali has a barbershop here in Los Angeles. CMLL also... I watch them when I was a kid. CMLL also released their Dos Leyendas. Since we don't know we're going to do a podcast by then, we should probably just do our predictions and discuss okay. it. Um, they're going to honor El Faraon on the, on, for the show. We don't know if that... I don't think that... I don't know how we're going to watch that. I'm guessing the, the top two matches will probably end up being on Lucha Azteca mm-hmm. or Fox Sports. Faraon, who I watched when I was a teenager. Well, Faraon won't be on the show. Who I saw feud with Roddy Piper. Really? Yes. Wow. What was that like? Good. That was good. Yeah. Oh, they did the they did the angle that they used to do in L.A. where Piper said, "I'll I'll put up my uh, junior heavyweight title to anybody." Then Farone says, "Okay, I'll take you," nah. and he gets in the ring and kicks Piper's ass in like two minutes, pins him, and then Piper comes out and says, "We didn't sign a contract." And so <laughs> they, you know, I don't know if it drew or not, but that was an angle they do in L.A. every now and then. We'll we'll start with the opening match for this, and CML kind of does go in a. I went with AAA because Ray Mysterio. We were talking about Ray Mysterio. So, okay. CML opener um, is Dark Angel, Estrellita, and Marcella mm-hmm. versus Amapola, Dallas, and Tiffany. Well, if I was the Booker, Amapola goes over all the time. <laughs> the uh, heels. I don't know. Opening match, they might just do. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't it care. Matter. You're, you're like Russian Sombra. You don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was their whole like when they would ask him about the mask and hair match. I guess it depends on care. the rest of the card. If, if it was like like if a lot of the heels were going over, I'd put the the baby faces over yeah. for the opening. I think the I think the heels will probably win. Uh, I don't know, just kind of, not. I don't really, you know, you could tell the big drop-off now that Princessa Blanca's um, mm-hmm. retired and um, and Zooxies is injured, mm-hmm. where you have Tiffany in the match. <laughs> <laughs> and Dallas La Caribeña. Yes. Yeah, and, you know, Estrellita obviously is going to be there because she's part of the programming, the, yeah. pre- the press department, the press department. She does the, she does the recaps now for the shows now. Really? Online, on the, on the website, Bibiana. I'm a pull as my girl. Yeah. Second match is actually pretty, looks pretty good. Um, it's Blue Panther Jr., The Panther, and Stuka Jr., who who's kind of added a, at least twenty pounds in the last year. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a shirt now. Versus Rey Chisero, Vangelis, and Virus. 
I have no idea who, who they're putting over, but I think I put this, over the faces in this. This is a pretty good match, though. Yeah, it would be a good match, especially with Hechicero in there with Panthers. The Panthers, yeah. Yeah, the, I'd, I actually want to see that. Yeah. Virus is also in the match, though. Vangelis is actually very underrated, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Third match is Mystico. Think about that. Third match, Mystico, too. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the week... Prior to that, Mysticism's main eventing. That kind of—I <laughs> so I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But I mean, where are you going to main? Right, right. And where are you going to main event him on this show? Yeah. Um, Mystico two teaming up with, and that kind of tells you where he's kind of. I think his brothers. I think they're. I think they realize his brothers the bigger mm-hmm. deal now. Mystico two teaming up with Titan and Valiente okay. versus La Peste Negra of Barbaro Carvernario, Felino, and Negro Casas. Oh, better put over La Peste Negra. <laughs> I think Mystico that 2's team. Is, I think they're going to win Mystico 2's team. Yeah, they. No, no, that wouldn't be bad, actually. Yeah. But I'd actually like to see that. I, I think it's so cool that Carvernario is part of uh, La Pesta Negra. Well, he had already been since last year. I mean, it'd been a while, but yeah. I mean, it, replacing Niebla. Yeah. Well, see that when somebody's time, what are they going to do with Pesta Negra? Just put Barbo Carbonario yeah. in there. It's, he's just as dirty as Mr. Niebla. <laughs> and he's dirty. He's a caveman. And he's dirty and he's a lot more, uh, how would you say, motivated. And he's fresher, too. So Yeah. Him and Casas alone, I mean. Oh, God. It, Carvernario is like the phenomenon yeah. of the year. Um, fourth match, Mask versus Mask, Dragon Lee versus Kamatachi. Oh, gee, I wonder who's going to win that. I am so... Kamatachi? Man, I, the, the, Japanese, oh, geez, yeah. the Japanese guy who's tired of wearing a mask? Or, yes. or, 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 <laughs> or the Mexican who thinks that, ja, that, that there's a, 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 a mystery Japanese guy sending yeah. Let, opponents? <laughs> let's kill what, what little golden goose we have. You know what I love Dragon about Lee. that guy? He did, he was on and for some reason CML Informa is there's for for a show that's called Informa there's not very informative but what it really has <laughs> what it really has it's like you get to hear these guys actually like show a little bit more of their personality right and Dragon Lee is basically like his brother Rush mm-hmm. where like they start talking shit and he like kind of you could kind of tell he's kind of getting ready to like because I think he I think Volador Junior said something about him. And he just like smiled, like he gave like the same smile that uh-huh. Rush does, like 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 a fuck you type of smile. Yes. And then Ray Bucanero kept like piling on about him, and he and he just like he's like, well, if you're ready, after I'm done with this guy, I'll take you on tour. And, and he was like, well, yeah, whatever. Hey, hey, if Dragon Lee kind of pushes that personality, he's got to. He's gonna. Maybe he could get in there with Sombra and Rush, wouldn't that be? Well, they asked him if he would like to do that. I would love it. I'd rather have him than Mosker. I'm hoping I would too. Like I would actually like beg AAA to take Mosker just. For- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like we said before, somewhere. put a whole new paint job on him. Yeah. Do something maybe he could. Maybe they could do something with, different with him. Isn't it funny how you can take La Sombra and simply call him La Sombra and put the plane? But he still has he still has a cool feel exactly. to him. Exactly, and then La Mosca is just La Mosca. And some some guys just don't have the like the mask doesn't work yeah. for them, you know? Yeah. Um, who do you have winning that? Dragon Lee. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I, I would call myself completely hopeless and useless and not uh, qualified to narrate any show if I picked anybody but Dragon Lee. The fifth match, this is the match that Los Ingobernables, Rush, mm-hmm. La Sombra, and La Mascara versus Eufor- Euphoria, mm-hmm. Ultimo Guerrero, and the third member of the team? Atlantis? Thunder. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you, you know, some, somebody, somebody, uh. com- somebody complained and said that they should have just turned it into an eight-man, an Atom- Atomicos match. Because Marco is part of the yes, Gobernables. Yes. And then you would have thrown in um, Niebla Roja, who's actually a pretty good worker on the Guerreros, Laguneros. Right. And I was like, yeah, that's fine, but you still have Thunder in there. So it's like. <laughs> you know what? I did see a brief clip of him in this past week when I was channel surfing. Yeah. 
you know what? It looks like he's really trying, but he still sucks. Yeah, like he looks like he's putting effort into it. But boy, oh you know what? God. You know what I view Thunder as? He's a th- he's a wrestler that should have been in the eighties. That's now in two thousand fifteen. Yeah, that's where way of where Lucha Libre now? When we think Lucha Libre, and this is where CML, I mentioned CML's problem. You have a completely like people appreciate the traditional old school style. Mm-hmm. He can't do that. Yeah, and he can't do the fast paced style. No. So it's like he's like in this world. Like Marco Corleone can work with those guys. Oh, totally. Like he throws his punch. He, he knows he can do his dive. He gets out of the ring. He doesn't do a lot of the... He's not he's not great, but he's also not bad. But it works. Yeah, it so, works. You can still have a yeah, match. Yeah, and he's, he, he, he knows how to work the crowd. And he knows hey, how to... And hey, man, I, you know what? I, I mean, I grew up on that in L.A. You had a lot of people working different styles. And yeah, you wouldn't have what people would call a five-star match. But they knew how to work a fluid match and get over with the crowd, and that's what. And he works well with narrow costumes, which is important yes, too. Yes, yes. Whereas Thunder, it's like, man, you you put him in there, like you'll have like when Mascara Dorado was. I think Mascara Dorado had a run where he was like in the match with Thunder like a lot, mm-hmm. and it would be Mascara Dorado, Valiente, and Maximo versus Ultimo Guerrero and some other dude like throwing narrow costumes and mm-hmm. Thunder, and it's like, oh <laughs> shit, Thunder again, blunder. Yeah, main event hair versus hair. Maximo and Volador Jr. versus El Terrible and Rey Bucanero. I think the heels, uh, heels are losing. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just realizing because Maximo, and Vol- well, not Maximo, but Volador Jr. has probably got valuable hair right now because yeah, he's and, coming off the... And Maximo, what a haircut. Yeah, it's I like, mean, what are you going to cut? Just the gonna... <laughs> mohawk? He's already lost it, I think, in the past, too. So it's like... And Terrible and Bucanero, they asked um, um, Rush about that. It's like, why would I care about this? Those two guys already lost their hair. <laughs> Like I beat Terrible for his hair and Ray Bucanero lost Rush his hair. Is like, amazing. Yeah. He is they asked Sombra too and Sombra was also oh, Sombra was on CML Informa and they because um, he didn't care about the matches. Oh, he's gonna challenge um he's in the final for um the There's another thing that happened. They stripped blue um they blue team blue diamond. They sl- <laughs> they stripped Diamante Azul of the NWA historic Could he go to France or something? He went to like Europe. That? He went to Europe. I think Chris kind of zoomed, assumed it was France. I think it's just Europe. Like okay. I, I don't know where exactly. It might have been I, France. When, they, when I read that he went to France, it sounded like yeah. Really they, bad. They, they they said it was Europe. It sounded like a really bad Mike LaBelle angle from the seventies. So so I'll just tell you more or less what Sombra's thoughts are of this match. Okay. So they they announced that they were going to have a tournament. They had a torneo cibernético. The final two would be in the the final the following Sunday, mm-hmm. in a match, for the title. So Sombra mentioned how he was in the match. And he's like, yeah, you know, I wasn't really interested in winning the match. He's like, but when Atlantis and Ultimo Guerrero both fouled each other, I had now I had to make it into the final. It's like, so I guess I'm in the final. So then they ask him, they ask him after, what do you think? Um, do you want to win the title? Because uh-huh. they asked Ray Bucanero. Ray Bucanero's like, yeah, I want to win the title. I mean, I've held it in the past. I have a history. I mean, I know the history of the belt. I, all these, he mentioned all these guys who held the belt in the past. It's like, I'm really excited because this is one of the major titles. And mm-hmm. it's, it's historic. <laughs> Obviously, appropriate. And um, so then they asked Sombra. He's like, what do you think? Do you want to win the title? He's like, I'll let you guys know on Sunday how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> so, <it's> like, <laughs> so, oh, he brought coffee for his interview. He was drinking coffee, he left it. So then um, the fans started asking questions, and then this one fan asked, if Sombra doesn't really care about this match, what is he doing here? And he's like, he's like Sombra, he's like, well, he's right, bye. And he grabs his coffee and leaves. <laughs> he just leaves. Just, he's I awesome, he's awesome, he's great. Yeah. 
I don't know how Dave. Dave doesn't. Dave doesn't watch enough lucha to understand. So yeah, yeah, because so, uh, yeah. Dave Meltzer, I'm talking about. Dave Meltzer. Dave when, Meltzer said he had no charisma, and, and we. And, and when he first said he had no charisma, you remember I was actually pulling my hair out. Yeah, and, and then he said he was fat, and we're like, "What the hell is Dave watching? What?" Uh, yeah. The guy's awesome. I, I love his um his. He's. I actually like him more now. Because he cuts promos mm-hmm. than I did as a baby face. Because as a baby face, is just the baby face. Yeah. Didn't really think he was like. You know, I, I liked him as a baby face, but no, he shines as a heel. What surprised me as a baby face was he was still able to admit. He's still a baby face, though. Well, technically. Yeah, so. I mean, technically. So here's what I'm face. thinking. What I don't understand with CMLL, if the guys who are getting cheered, booed, are, are baby faces. Wouldn't like a heel like being just a guy who just doesn't give a fuck or like want to prove that like just want to get his uh, revenge on somebody? Wouldn't that work as yeah. the top baby face? I would think so. I mean, you know what I mean? Like a Steve Austin? Yes, yes, yes. Some guy who just wants to get payback on the Gobernables? I mean, the only thing I could think of. The only thing I could think of, Ray Scorpion would be awesome in that role. Yeah, and the only thing I could think of with the Russian Sombra is maybe it's almost like since in Mexico those two things are. are Technically called styles of wrestling. Yeah, is it almost look like the the two technicos are saying, "Fuck you, we'll be technicos, and you can't tell yeah. us what we're gonna be." Even though I don't know, I'm just throwing grasping yeah. straws here. Yeah. So, but either way, they're awesome. Yeah. So they're not excited about the the two main matches on the show. <laughs> that's a way to sell tickets. Yeah. Yeah. I, that. Well, but that's, still, they're the only ones who could do that. And that's what I when I understandable when I when I when I wrote it on Twitter, I go, I don't think people are gonna people are gonna think that it's me saying that that's not how you sell tickets. But if you watch, but that's them. their gimmick. That's yeah. their gimmick. They're not supposed to care. They're not supposed to care, but you know, it's and like, they had Ray like Bucanero. They, they, they think they're bigger than the promotion yeah. themselves, and that's how it comes off. And that's and how that, you build. That's exactly. how you build your character exactly. up. Yeah. So. That's that's CMLL for everybody that's wondering what's going on with CMLL. Nothing else beyond that. Okay, <laughs> I, and I, I I take that. I yeah. totally understand. They haven't. They're 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 in Busca del Nidolo. I think we'll probably start the week. They'll probably start announcing something like the week after the Dos Leyendas. I hope it that, like I think year. that was. I think around that time was when they had that cibernetico. Mm-hmm. Remember that everybody was raving about. Yeah. But everybody's worried because nobody knows who's going to be in it. <laughs> That's the thing is, I, I don't know how they're going to match up to last year. Yeah, because oh, I, I mean, hope it's half as good. Yeah, even if it's even half as good as I, last year. Yeah, because I mean, last last year, I mean, you basically had four with the fifth guy, Star Junior, kind of like turning into like guys who were kind of cool to watch. And key, yeah, Torontes. Yeah, Torontes was. And then we're not even know, we don't even know where it's going to air because I mean, Tara's yeah. not airing wrestling right now. So That's true. That was another issue. Tara's like. All screwed up. Now. Stream it on Lucha World. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably like Kickstarter it and see if we could get like Ooh, some some money. Uh, they don't care. Yeah. They'll just send us the stuff. They don't care. They like they might not even charge us for it. We could actually make money. <laughs> I love. We'll that. just tell people. You know, we'll if they don't charge us, we'll get we'll give you guys a couple of bucks. <laughs> Let's do a Kickstarter where I just put on a pair of overalls and I'll call myself Torontis and I'll uh, pretend like I know Spanish and just yeah, start. That doesn't sound like a good idea. That's a terrible idea. Lucha Underground, the last two weeks. Kurt, the last two weeks that you okay. haven't watched. Yes. What are your thoughts on, on Lucha Underground? It rocks. Did you watch the show? Um, I, I should mention, um, they, oh, uh, the Black Lotus um, character, the Asian girl. Mm-hmm. She, her name is Black Lotus. I think we talked. We brought that up last time, right? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. 
Seriously, I don't remember. <laughs> well, well, Black Lotus. I had a camera at she, my ass, goddammit. She, she finally found um, who she was looking for. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I think this was the episode before that. She got kidnapped. And then, like, at this this is last two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They finally um, opened the car where she was the, she was kidnapped. Yeah, and it was the remember the first episode where there there was a Mexican luchador, a Mexican luchador. That's like <laughs> better, where there was an old luchador uh-huh. who was helping Prince Puma. Yes, who helped him in a fight and like yes, yes. Train. That guy opens the the trunk. No way. Yeah, and he tells her, "What do you know about lucha?" And it ends. Oh. That was actually kind of interesting. Uh, Pentagon Jr. broke another arm. Okay, cool. We should mention cool. it was Vin- Vinny Massaro. Okay. Vinny, who actually is a really... He's been around for a long time. I think Vinny's mm-hmm. been around... I think it was an XPW, wasn't he? I don't know. I don't know, but I don't... You don't know who Vinny Massaro is anyways, huh? I That's, know the name. I've heard yeah. it all okay. the way, but I could not well, find Well, his arm was up. broken. Okay. We, we wish him well. <laughs> We wish Pentagon Junior. better. We wish Pentagon well in his adventures of Jazz break. that Pentagon is being pushed. We look forward to Pentagon Junior breaking more arms, yes. basically. That's what we're saying. And seeing Brian Cage do more plies and moonsaults. Uh, Cage beat Puma because um, Conan threw in a towel. Okay. But apparently this was part of Conan's grand plan. I did hear about this. Yeah, which we're kind of confused. They're running an Aerostar versus Drago best of five series. Mm-hmm. They just had their... The first two, mm-hmm. Dario Cueto was awesome. Like starting As a promo, <laughs> Dario Cueto did a promo where it was sexy star. This was the episode for two twenty five for those one that aired on two twenty five for right. those wondering. Um, sexy star went to Dario Cueto's um, office wanting a match with the crew. She didn't want any help from any man. So I know because Dave Meltzer was very upset about yeah. this whole thing. Like Dave is really anti. I understand because I don't really like. I, I think I said that in the last podcast where I'm not really into the whole man versus woman yeah, thing. Yeah. But this goes back to even ACW and stuff like that. I'm not really even AAA. There's points where I don't. AAA does it well. AAA does it oh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works for them. It actually makes sense. It makes sense. Know? It makes sense in Mexico because I, I even recommend CMLL do it. Like I think we've had shows where I said they should have a Dark Angel, Stukita, mm-hmm. Stuka Junior. Trio. There's some who could make it work. Versus Marcella, Reyes Scorpion, and, uh, or Amapola, Reyes Scorpion, yeah. and uh, okay, that okay. other guy. This Mercurio. is one time where I did wholeheartedly agree with Dave Meltzer when I heard about this angle about how she gets to fight Big Rick and she's a. Yeah, so what? let me continue. Let me continue. So, as so, as so Dario tells her, Dario tells her, I can't give you them because Big Rick also wants a singles match. Yeah. Him alone versus uh, the crew. But I can give you a match with Big Rick. And she's like, I don't want to team up with Big Rick. And he's like, no, I don't want you to team up with him. I'll let you wrestle. You guys can wrestle. Whoever wins will face the crew on their own. You won't get any help. So as they're ending the, 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 the conversation, she's like staring at him. And Dario Cueto stares back at her and then just winks at her. <laughs> But you know the Dario Cueto look? Dario Cueto could make anything. I just love that guy. That he guy could, like, he's great. No, he's... Like, like if Lucha Underground were to like stop, mm-hmm. I would hope like there would be a promotion. Like I would hope WWE would sign him. Or anybody. Or, so... or AAA. Or, or some wrestling pro New Japan. Any promotion. Just bring him in. Have him be like the, yeah. the figurehead. And it's so funny. Remember no, when, not the, remember when he had to do that interview with us in character? He was great, but we didn't know what to ask him. Yeah, but... What I was going to say, part of me was saying, oh, this poor guy, he's either he's either going to be good or he's going to get eaten alive. Yeah. Well, apparently, like, he's great. Yeah, apparently he got he got distracted when they were doing the what the what chance. But I mean, everybody gets right. Everybody gets distracted with that. So that was the episode, the episode from the 25th. And then the March 4th episode, they had Mil Mar- Muertes beat on Phoenix. They are doing the Katrina. Um, 
Katrina and and Mil Mortis had broken up. Mm-hmm. So she came out with the, that stone. I oh, think yes, the yes. stone that he, that he brought from the earthquake, he, mm-hmm. the the rubble and all stuff. And she like tried to like do like do something to him. He ended up knocking out. Um, I think it was. Um, yeah, it was Phoenix. He not, I think he knocked him out. Wanted her to lick him. She ref- the lick of death. I love I love how it sounds like like I don't even have to say it. like I, it, the, the lick of death. She refused. He grabbed her by the neck. That's another thing that I kind of didn't like either. Yeah. He grabbed her by the neck, picked her up. But I mean, it's like it's you're used to it from ECW. But yeah. it kind of does seem a little like a little. It's kind of it, yeah. It's creepy. I don't yeah. like it. So then. So then she refused. I think Phoenix attacked, ended up recovering and t- taking him down. So then when he got knocked, when, when Mel Muertes got knocked out, Katrina licked him, mm-hmm. but did the lick of, lick of death, but did the lick of death across his body. Ah. The, 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 and so right after she did that, she French kissed uh, Phoenix. <laughs> so I'm like, man, that's kind of. I picture, I, I picture, I picture all these guys like like getting sick at some point. <laughs> I actually picture all these 15 year old boys wanting to be wrestling. Yes, yes, son. yes, <laughs> yes. Because yes. Katrina was a very attractive woman. Oh yes, though. yes. When, when, I, when you were like an, over on top of her, I mean, come on. <laughs> on you were like, you were like doing the... Elena. It's not like it yeah. sounds, Elena. Yes. Don't. It, it was. It was during the Chavo interview. Kurt was like all over. Like you were like, I was like. No, no. What it was was we were interviewing Chavo, and she's sitting next to him. And, and so I, you went. I over. wanted to say something to her. I didn't want to just say, "Hey, lady, out of the way." Yeah. But. I figured since... Well, she didn't have been telling her out of her the way. It was like you were on. <laughs> you were like over her. <laughs> it was, over yeah, above, you were like, above. yeah. It's not she's like very it friendly, sounds though. She's a good, she was, no, she's she a good cool. sport. She has a good sport. Um, then after that, Big Rick beat Sexy Star. He basically just took her, like, he picked her up, slant, like, kind of gently right. slammed her and held her down. And right after that, the crew attacked. So, so... He made it look like he's not being addicted. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, the the crew attacked. He yeah. cleaned house and all that stuff. Yeah, I I could do without that stuff. Yeah. Um, Te- Tejano Junior beat um Alberto El Patron because Alberto um used the the lasso on him. Oh, okay, yes. Kind of whipped them a bit, and they're um they're basically setting up a cage match between Cuerno and Johnny Mundo for the next mm-hmm. show. Um, King Cuerno wore. Uh, he didn't wear. You know, this is what I. Everybody was talking about how how excited they were because he was wearing a sombrero, yes, a cowboy hat. But what you guys are, you guys missed the point. Why wasn't he wearing his deer hat? Yes. Why yes. wasn't he wearing that? That would have been even more hilarious if he was wearing that. Totally, totally. In Dario Cueto's office. That would have been beautiful. I would have been like cracking up. Like, like I could only imagine Dario Cueto's face. Like, as That'd he's be like a David Lynch Yes, moment. I could imagine Dario Cueto like, talking to the deer. Like, <laughs> and the deer nodding. Yeah, and the deer, deer nodding. Just nodding up and down. Because he's got to move his head. He would nod. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but everybody, because he wore a cowboy hat. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's going to be. The- now, 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 when you were saying how. How Kona threw in the towel and said is part of his plan. Mm-hmm. We were wondering how. Well, oh, apparently his revenge is coming too. Yeah. Well, see, here's the here's the thing. Under any other promotion, I'd say, oh brother, but Lucha Underground, you could actually come as picture them coming up with something that will make sense. Yeah. Where WWE, they'll just pretend like the towel was never thrown in. Yeah, yeah. You know? They'll forget about it. WCW used to be good at that. Remember how many uh, yep. angles like they would always like. They'd start, and then all of a sudden, it would be like, whatever happened to this guy? And it's like, oh, they killed it. <laughs> now, here's a question, just wrestling overall. Lucha wrestling, 
everywhere except maybe Japan, of course. Like the one other, every the one other thing I watch. Japan. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch American wrestling. <laughs> Just kidding. I okay, do. when I when I was a kid, and again, I'm going to be an old man. So back in my day, when a heel or a babyface turned, your jaw dropped. Yeah. And the reason it did is because it so rarely happened. Now they turn people heel and face as often as people change their socks. Yeah. Do they ever stop and think it would have more impact if you kept a good guy, a good guy for a long, long time? Well, what about John Cena? John Cena's been there's an exception. Long time. And it's worked because he's. And it's worked, yes. I mean, they still boo him, but I mean, there's still fans that boo him, but it's like, it's part of the whole. But but it's so funny how even an indie promotion, everybody wants to form a tag team just so that they can break up in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just like, 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 nah, you, you want to blow people's minds. Not seen as like the the last of the original baby faces. Yeah, I guess whatever. What about Atlantis? Actually, he was a heel for a while. He's a heel for a while. <laughs> and well, and Cena was at one yeah. time. Oh, he was. Remember for a short time? When oh yeah, he yeah. He was, when he was a rapper. That was when I first. When he was a rapper, right? And I loved his feud with Kurt Angle when that had the rap. You know, I actually don't remember WWE from about two thousand four to about two thousand twelve or two thousand ten, probably. When Cena was a heel and Angle was a face, and they were doing rap, I think it was that. Oh re- my god, that was that was golden. I think it was the WrestleMania that where Undertaker wrestled um, Shawn Michaels was probably when I started watching, rewatching again. The one we saw at Sophie and Vince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't watching. I that saw much. like I think I saw three straight WrestleManias, yeah. and I haven't. I've kind of. I haven't watched Raw lately because I was like, I eh, you know me. It's three hours long. <laughs> I think this week I don't watch. Well, I watched Sal at seven. Better call Sal. Yeah, which I got to catch And then that's basically what I watch at at 7. Now, now, like I said before we started, I want to just briefly comment on the Bill DeMott thing. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people think, me, an indie geek who never was full-time in the business, why am I even chiming in on this? And when I hear people on the podcast commenting on it, I... I'm a little confused because I read all the allegations of stuff that Brian DeMott And we know did. the guy who actually, like, That's sent the right. memo. That's no, right. And I didn't realize that until yeah. I came over just now and you yeah. pointed him out. Yeah, he wrestled here locally. Yeah, for MPW, MPW in Simi yeah. Valley. Yeah. Now... Smart guy, too. But yeah, he's smart no guy. guy. He, he wasn't... I had no idea yeah. that was him. Yeah. Now... What... I don't hear people... A lot of people saying, of course... If the allegations are true, if all of them are true, why is anybody even kind of like saying, well, it's old school, it's kind of... No, if you have a guy with a concussion in this day and age... Yeah, with everything we know about concussion. Yeah, exactly. I know, and everything that WWE went through, and the same fans that are defending him... Mm-hmm. Are defending him? Are the same fans who are going to talk about? Oh, Chris Benoit had a concussion. Yeah, and they know how to be more yes. careful he, 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 about this. It stuff. wasn't his, he wasn't he was ill. You know, there's you know there, there's a reason why this stuff happens. You exactly. got to stop it. If if some if he did that, yeah. And on top, if somebody had a broken leg and he re-injures that leg, okay, I understand stretching somebody, making somebody show that it hurts. Yeah. Uh, I to, like I told you, Dr. Jerry Graham stretched me. And you know, I'm sure there's some people laughing. But he didn't no. stretch you enough. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to yeah, stretch me. Yeah. No, no, Dr. Should have stretched but, you. How but, tall were you before he stretched you? <laughs> I was never 
were tall. I could have been you were a four, mini. You were four eight. I could you have could been, been a mini. You could have been Suki's tag team partner. I could have been Conancito. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness, Doctor Jerry Graham knew how to shoot, uh-huh. and he knew how to hurt me. But he knew how to hurt me without breaking my arm or breaking my back. Um, and I was scared at the moment because I knew he was wild, and I I thought, is he going to kill me? When I started training at Gills, when I started becoming a regular, one day uh, all the old timers smacked the shit out of me. But they knew what they were doing. Yeah. But they didn't go breaking my legs. And they didn't call how, you. How does they that make? Didn't, they didn't call you. Uh, they didn't. It wasn't just a, a, a physical. Because in W, it was also a mental thing. Because he was he was saying mean things about like he was exactly. cursing people. He was saying like like. Com- the comments he was saying, like calling a guy a faggot. And exactly, stuff like that. exactly. You, you can't call people. It's 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 a job. Yes. You're working. That's yes. not that's not you're you're employed. It isn't it isn't uh this isn't you running your little uh, having a ring in your backyard and tra- training somebody. Backyard. Right, exactly. This is actually a corporate uh, and this is not business. The, the old days where people like Eddie Graham could get away with torturing yeah. people. Yeah, and and to think. Yeah, yeah, you're going to hate me bringing this up again, but earlier when I compared Amy Semple McPherson to Bill Oh, McMahon, no, not again. Of course. <laughs> but remember when I said how if they weren't so arrogant and thought they could fool people all the time? Mm-hmm. This is one of those cases where why did they let this happen to this extent? It's one thing to... Because they thought they, they're old school. Everybody's like that old school mentality. And they think they can fool they can... all of the people all of the time. Well, you know the thing, I the first time I kind of... I made a comment with uh, Michael Hayes mm-hmm. when he was still saying stuff like the dropping N words and stuff like that. It's like you can't say that stuff, and it's you a business now. Doing that. You it's... can't do that anymore. Yeah, you can't do that. Vince Russo when he did, said that stuff about Mexicans and Japanese. What did he think that wasn't going to come back and bite exactly. him again? Exactly. You know when all those rumors were coming around about Lucha Underground. I know this because I talked to people in Lucha mm-hmm. Lucha Underground, the El Rey Network, and stuff like that. They they weren't gonna. They were they're afraid of legal like they have a legal staff that is worried about anything i mean right. not just copyright and t- trademark everything like it's they don't want any like bad press or anything it could and i thought them. i it, thought i thought why would they even want that's why i never really took that the whole vince russo thing that seriously because mm-hmm. because i thought all it takes is somebody sending them hey did you guys ever read this what he said about mexicans and japanese exactly wrestlers it's like remember and i have to like that's what lucha underground is basically Mexicans, well, <laughs> you know, and, and, the majority and, of the and guys. Think back on WCW when Bill Watts was the booker and was praising Lester Maddock not having to sell fried chicken to African Americans. Yeah. And boom, Hank Aaron, you know. Hank he, Aaron hears about it, and he's gone. Boom. I mean, yeah. and, and that could easily, I mean, I know Vince runs the company, it's his company, it's publicly traded, but man. It's a difference now. Even if he's in charge, they're gonna, somebody's going to tell him, he's not going to leave. Yeah. It's going to be the guy who said it that's going to leave, yeah. you know? And my feeling is if. You stretch people if you hurt them. You do it for a purpose. You may is to make them know that there's going to be bullies in the business, and you're going to have to be able to take a punch. Yeah, take care of yourself. It, yeah, it shouldn't be that you should have to go through this every day, and you should know it hurts. Yeah. I mean, wrestling does hurt bad. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I thought it was fake. It doesn't hurt. I did too, but then I hit somebody really <laughs> hard, and I I, I, <laughs> I don't believe you, Kurt. I don't think it hurts. <laughs> The non wrestler doesn't yeah. think it hurts. You know what I'm gonna do? I've never been. You should be. You've never been in the ring. <laughs> What's your? You just yeah, did, you know did a podcast. You should it? edit everything out of this podcast that you say because you've never been in the ring. 
You've never been in the ring. And sadly, I'm the one that actually watches and all that. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's, that's my that's what I, I've always I've always found that very funny when a wrestler does that. Like you never, but it's not just wrestlers, basketball, you know, sports, entertainment, different people like... It, if, jobs. Yeah, uh, it, uh, yeah. Police. You've never done it. How would you know? But it's like, I mean, come on. I can't, I can't, I, I, I don't have a restaurant. I can't tell you if your food sucks. Exactly, I mean, exactly. I mean, I'm pretty sure the people... Oh, who, you mean this isn't, this steak this, isn't leathery this, and yeah, I have yeah. trouble chewing so get, it? it? Oh, it's I'm not really cook, good. So oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and with wrestling, it's like they always bring that up. And it's like, I probably watch more wrestling and probably know more people who've done it than some of the guys who are barely getting into the business. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if we went went to uh, see one of those dumb spring break movies yeah. that's really idiotic and yeah. the directors just said... You've never made a movie. Yeah, you've never made a movie, so it, yeah. you can't say Adam Sadler, Adam Sadler shows up, say, and you'd say, man, Adam Sadler, your movie sucks. <laughs> and he'd be like, you've never made a movie, so... Yeah, exactly. How would you know? You're only allowed you're to... Not an, first of all, you never made a movie. You're not an actor. You're yeah. not a comedian. You don't know what I've done. Yeah, it's I like, insist oh, that you pay yeah. to watch me, yes. but you cannot criticize yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that's... Oh, yeah, that I always hate that. Nuts, yeah. you know? But yeah. anyway, that's my... That's your take on the... Uh, the whole Bill DeMott thing. And it, yeah, and it, it, but is, you a, know, it is a tough business, and you do have to be ready for some, you know, brash, inhumane people. It's not a cakewalk, but at the same time, if you have somebody actually, you should. Oh, 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 and what was the one where it's alleged that he showed how not to do a body slam? Yeah, like he grabbed some guy by the neck and just like decided to slam him. Yeah, and the guy like landed awkwardly because it was supposed to be like. This is how you don't slam somebody, and he's like, he didn't, he wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, now, how is like, a spinal or neck injury going to make somebody into yeah, a wrestler? Yeah, and they like they they had a guy keep working despite him being ex- exhausted. Yeah, it's like it's like I don't know. I mean, he's got a lot of this guy isn't somebody who's just going to like make the allegations. Yeah, I don't know. Of course, I, I've I've never and met. you know you know it's funny because that's what one of the guys who was talking was saying. Yeah, you know it's wrestling, so people do a lot of like they allege stuff. Because you can't really trust the person if you don't right, know them. Right, Because a lot of wrestlers are known to, bullshit. you know, bullshit. There's a lot of bullshit. But I'm like... And that's why I'm saying if yeah, all the alleged things are true. The guy knows... The guy's not the... I don't think he's the... I mean, first of all, why would you say something like that if it's your job? Mm-hmm. So obviously, he, he knows this could be his, like... His, like, they'll just close... He'll be gone. But if, yeah, you know, yeah. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure he was thinking more beyond that than that. Exactly. And, yeah. you know... Of course, I've never met Bill DeMott. I don't know anything about him, but I have met a lot of guys in the business who are fairly tough, but there's very few people like a Danny Hodge who is very tough and would come up to somebody like Bruiser Brody and said, yeah, I'll I'll take you on. Uh There's a lot more guys who are very tough, but they're only tough if they think they can kick the other guys out. Yeah. Once you're with another shooter, suddenly, oh, you're my best friend. Because I'm, yeah. I'm guessing he knows more or less who to pick on at, exactly. of his students. Because, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's the thing, like, the guy who, like, the guy that we said we know, um, he's a smart guy and he comes across as a, he's a nice guy, easygoing guy. Exactly. I think that's the kind of guy he would pick on. Yeah, exactly, yes. Yeah, he doesn't, like, to me, he looks, oh, he's got tattoos. Oh, he's he's a tough he, guy. Exactly. He's, he's muscular and stuff, exactly. but but you know, in their world, that's he's still not a he's not a tough not looking. Yeah, yeah, he's not a tough looking dude. Exactly. Whereas, like, if I'm sure if he had like an MMA guy who like has ten years experience, he's not gonna like who who's been through the streets and stuff. Like, he's not gonna pick on him. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he it's knows. So they, true. You know more or less who to pick on. Yeah. 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 
I, I'd, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see somebody go up to Danny Hodge even at his age and yeah. uh, see how tough it act around somebody. Maybe like Bill DeMott will be at the Cauliflower Alley Club and you can... And I'll go up to his yeah, face Sam. and I'll run like hell. Yeah, you're like, what's your problem? <laughs> no, he, I'm going to go up to yeah, Brian. Yeah, what's your problem, huge Hugh, Hugh erection? <laughs> remember, remember the Russo? Yes, I do. Hugh erection? I do. Oh God! I remember that. And he was so like, "How do yeah. I explain this to my children?" I was gonna write that on uh, on Twitter. I was like, "Maybe Vince Russo can recommend Hugh Erection for the Underground." And then I thought, "I better not even. I better stop bringing up." No, Vince I'm Russo. gonna go up to Brian Cage and tell him I want to take him on in an yeah. MMA match. What if What if Brian Cage heard this podcast and heard what you said about him and decides he needs to fight? You? I would change my name. <laughs> oh, you're like I'm not Kurt Brown. He's Kurt Brown. That's right. The, 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 the other guy, guy. The guy who called himself yeah, Frito is Kurt Brown. Yeah. Yeah, but Conan would be like, no, yeah. it's not him. Yeah, <laughs> those guys would never do anything. No. There's certain guys. Well, who again, would, I did Brian yeah. Cage. It's just I think I yeah. think they got the wrong idea of what they're doing. I don't yeah, think that's just my take. Yeah. And, and still, that's your opinion. That's my opinion, and my opinion is also Lucha Underground is still the best thing around right yeah. now. Yeah, it's, it's like you're not gonna like everything. And I just like in this day and age, you have to think of something different. I mean, so many wrestling imitates other wrestling yeah. these days, and it's it's neat to see something. I'm fresh. always impressed at the wrestlers who can actually un- get like if you tell them that you don't like something, and they're perfectly fine with it. Yes. Like I'm surprised. Like like when we, when I was getting tongue tied, the only time I ever like the only time I kind of got tongue tied with the Nero Casas interview mm-hmm. was me kind of trying to tell him that how much I enjoy him walking down holding hands with Nero, uh, Zacharias Perico. Like you were worried about yeah, office. Yeah, because he was going to take it like in a... Because he gave me a look. He yeah. gave me like that. Like that. Like, what like are, you, are you making fun of me? Yeah, you're making fun but of me. you were sincere. Yeah, I'm like... I'm like, stuff. And I was telling him, you know, because not a lot of guys can pull that off and still be like, like, negro. Like, people are going to still cheer him. Negro, Casas, you know, like cheering him. And it's like, you're still a big deal. And he's like... And then he finally he's like, yeah, because I, I, I know what I'm doing and all this stuff. I... I don't take myself that seriously. Or and I, you know, that's that's something when I read Jack Briscoe's autobiography, one of the reasons I, I was always a Jack Briscoe fan, but I am forever a Jack Briscoe fan because he talked about um, tag teaming with Haystack Calhoun and how his role was to get beaten down by the heels. Uh-huh. And he makes the hot tag to Haystack Calhoun who saves the day. And a lot of people, like, can you imagine Luthez or Billy Robinson? One, being willing to do that and two, writing about it. Yeah. And I say, here's Jack Briscoe who could have taken almost anybody apart, but his ego wasn't so big that he's willing to put over the, uh, for lack of a better word, comedy act. Yeah. And that's the kind yeah. of the guy I respect. You always think, and there's there's been guys who you think, man, this guy's not... This guy's not going to put some some guy over because he's he's a serious wrestler. And then you find out, perfect guy, Minoru, Minoru Suzuki. Mm-hmm. That guy's in MMA. Like, he, wasn't he like the guy who started Pancrase, basically, and all this stuff? Yes. Like, he was one of the original guys from that, or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Some like, guy who could probably clean half it's the It's so funny. Of it's so funny. People are going to be like, man, Fredo doesn't know MMA. And it's like, I actually used to collect the Pancrase videos and shit like that. So I, I actually didn't know that. They used to, I, I used to get them, so it was like. Part but of I mean, deal. you were into them and everything? Not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would watch some of it. You almost blew my mind. I would watch some of it. Yeah. Like, I know, like, what I did watch was like, the rings. I mm-hmm. used to watch rings a lot because it was on Spanish television. Right. So I knew Kira Maeda and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like, but you know, Minoru Suzuki, I mean, Yoshihiro Takayama, these guys, these guys could kick your ass and they're out there wrestling Stalker Ichikawa or um, Kikutaro and guys like that. 
They get it. They get it. It's like yeah. they, they know how to be clowns. They dress up as Bruiser Brody and Stan Hansen. I mean, come on. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so it's like... Stan Hansen was my favorite of all of those, by the way. Who, the... When they when they dressed up... When, oh, the Stan Hansen? Yeah, that was the, the one. The uh, Kikutara that, does the Stan Hansen also yes. when he dresses up. God, he has a little mask and stuff genius. like that. Well, uh, <clears throat> something I want to bring up on a future podcast uh, is... I'm, is not wrestling? <laughs> Kurt. We're going to have a special Amy Semple McPherson uh, edition, and Fredo is going to read up on it, and he's going to I, deliver I, a sermon. It, if you get, well, actually, by this point, it's too late because I was going to mention that I would edit in um, Steve Sims, but I'll try to edit Steve. <laughs> I'll try to put in some Steve Sims stuff from Figure Four Daily. I love it. <laughs> or Observer Radio on the next podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I like it. it. No, I I there's a I won't do that. I'm there's not a book that. I've had on my bookshelf for a long time now, and I finally started reading Heather Levi's book, The World of Lucha Libre. Uh-huh. And I want to say when I first started reading it, I kind of thought, okay, this is one of going to be one of these uh, <clears throat> overly scholastic uh, thing where they read way too much into the symbolism. Uh, you've probably read articles like that. Yeah, where, yeah. You know, well, you know, when people ask me about lucha, like. What does it mean to you and all that stuff? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's less wrestling. It's not. And they pay, I know, they, they. I know when I told you that, and then you told me that there's been wrestlers who te- have told you the same thing. They're like, yeah, it's just wrestling. Yeah, I, yeah, came, I don't really. Yeah, like I, I came up with this idea for a mask of something I remember when I was a kid or something. There's some guys but, who are really good at like explaining stuff that are very like um, poetic and yes, stuff like yes. that. But it's like, I'm not like that. I'm just like, yeah. it's wrestling. Well, I just but, go through this But also they make it sound like all the wrestlers in the wrestling sit around and say, okay, how can we express ourselves? How can yes. we bring our inner peace yeah. out? How can we... But um, My favorite is like when somebody gets asked, like, why'd you pick that design? Oh, it's because I liked it. Yeah, say, look oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, look cool. You okay. know, but I, I have to say, she actually went to Mexico and actually trained. She oh, really? She went to, uh, to a school and actually... Learned the ropes to, you know, took the bumps. And uh, and the reason I started reading this is uh, somebody uh, emailed me a while saying, what are some good American books on Lucha Libre? And so I thought, oh, I better start reading this one. I've been meaning to forever. Uh-huh. And I have to say, this is a great, great book. I'm, I'm not even halfway through it, but she talks about the whole process of... Uh, Starting out by learning nothing but the Maromas. The only book book I can recommend is hasn't been made yet by Steve Sims, so that's that'll be the bitchin'. that'll be the book I'll recommend. That's going to be great. <laughs> no, this is one. I saw Dan Madigan's book is good too. His book is really good, also. But I, I say, when I was reading her description of you know learning beginning lucha libre, I was having these wistful flashbacks of Gil's gym, and she's very respectful without. Simply praising everything everybody does. She'll she'll question motives. She'll, you know, she'll she'll be straightforward when she thinks somebody's not being on the up and up one. But Is there a chapter on midgets? I bet there will be on the in that book. Not oh, a you, chapter. Oh, you haven't read it? Hey, you haven't read the entire thing. I haven't read that entire thing. Oh, That's okay. why I'm saying I just want to touch on it. Oh, okay. So you'll you'll talk about it the next show. But I, I'm going to say, based on what I've read so far, I recommend people get this book. This is a great, great read. Yeah, the the I know when we talked on about the Dan Madigan one. Mm-hmm. Like I think it might have been one of the Slam and Stamps, And that's the right? next one I want to read. Yeah. Uh, what I I think what I when I brought it up, I think I mentioned that for me, you know, I I mean all that stuff I already knew that yeah. was in the book. So you're like asking me like 
what do I think? It's like, well, I've already read all that stuff. Yeah. But it was a good book. I mean, if you've exactly. never read it, if you never, if you don't, if you want to learn about Lucha, that's a book you could, you could get and you could learn yeah, about. Yeah, that was really good. Lots, lots of great pictures. In fact, based on what I see of the uh, Dan Madigan book and Heather Levi's book, if you want to learn all the intricacies of, of Lucha Libre from the bottom rungs of indie scenes. See, what I do is, what, mm-hmm. you read books. I read the magazines that you bring that, like the El Halcón. Is that yes. the one that has the, the Q&A where they ask the guys um, who, what, what year did they lose their virginity? Yes, that's stuff the like one. that. That's yeah, the one. yeah. Yes, yes. What, what their favorite torta is? <laughs> like what their what their favorite meal is? It's like it's like that's what I, I'm gonna start doing those and like just Mexican like Mexican wrestling magazines yeah. ahead of their time. Yeah, seriously. It's but too bad the, the, not. the difference between Heather Levi and Dan Madigan's is Dan Madigan's. If you want to see a good overview of the history and the pop culture influence yeah. and all that, Heather Levi. If you want to learn every intricacy of you know learning in a back alley gym mm-hmm. and how just the whole thing works from the bottom up. They're both great books, don't get me wrong. But man, I'm the more I'm reading Heather's book, the more blown away I am by it. Wow, really? And I've 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 read these articles where they like I remember reading a really long article where the, the person who wrote it was intelligent. I think they're trying to compliment Lucha Libre. But they're overstating holds as representing the Kama Sutra and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, Come on. And you just... But you could do that with all wrestling, really, I mean... You could do that with anything. I, yeah. uh, 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 my friend Philip, you know, PhD in comparative literature and... Because there are some moves that you are like... Well, oh, there's one Where they say, come up and it's like, well, okay, I'm not going to do that move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I've, I've, uh, yeah, I've had, I've had lay people go to a wrestling match and say, okay, are they wrestling or making love? And I see that. <laughs> yeah. But they try to make it sound like they've actually read the Kama Sutra and is trying yeah. to, you know... Uh, Hail Lord Krishna down and uh, sexually gratify them or something. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, where was I going with this? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it went back to sex as usual. That's right, and then then our minds just yeah. uh, are. Uh, oh yeah, but I have a friend. He has a PhD in comparative literature, and he'll like analyze these things. But he knows what he's doing, and he said uh, one of his teachers says, "If you took Frankenstein." You could analyze it any way. If you ask somebody to give a Freudian analysis of Frankenstein, they could do it and it would work. Yeah. If you wanted them to do it on a political level, it could. It, you could translate it to make it look like it represented, you know, a utopian state or something. You could do oh. anything, but that doesn't mean it's it, it's all there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It, no. <laughs> making less sense than I was a few minutes ago. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, 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 you could analyze anything, but you're just exercising your brain. Some of it shouldn't go in print, God damn yeah. it. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I think it, it's, you just look too much into it. Like, there's some people that look deeply into wrestling. And yeah. it's like, they, they write these really art, long articles. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just like, wow, this thing, like, like, this guy's really into wrestling, but it's like, I don't think I'm into that wrestling like and, that. And you that picture deeply. all the all the people he's writing about probably aren't yeah, really like, into it that like, much. You know? Like my thing is like, yeah, this guy punched that other guy and that's exactly, it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Or or he slammed them, that's it. What else do you guys yeah. want? It's and, true. and now and now Katrina has to lick him. <laughs> it all comes back to Katrina. It all comes back to Katrina. It all comes down to sex. And Melissa babies. Santos wearing those uh those tight little dresses. Mm-hmm. That, I will give Lucha Underground credit for that too. They have a lot of good looking women they on the show. They do. Yeah. They do. is also. Oh, they also had a Ivelisse and um, Angelico and um, Son of Havoc were in the were um, 
were in Dario Cueto's office, mm-hmm. and because they were upset, Ivelisse was upset because she beat Angelico and she won. Or actually, I think, yeah, she beat him, and they're all upset, arguing yes. and everything. And so Dario Cueto's like annoyed that they're all there, mm-hmm. so he decides to have them have another match: Ivelisse versus Angelico mm-hmm. with Hijo de Havoc. He called Son of Havoc. Havoc. I love it. I love it as special referee. So then, like, I mean. It was the, the the whole setup, just being in the office and then being like all trippy, like weird. And that's the thing. That's the one thing I think it's not that I don't like Angelico. I just think he's mm-hmm. kind of like a goofy, like surfer looking dude. Like he has, he See, starts, I think he's a good, I like him as a character. I, I don't know if I, he does stick out. I always thought he, like when he was in IWRG and people would ask me what, what I thought of him, I thought he's going to be a, he's, he, he's probably going to be a guy who's going to make it somewhere because he's like, he's a white guy. Come yeah. on. He's a white He's, I mean, I do like South the concept. So. I do like the concept of him being like next to Jack Evans, and Jack Evans being the cool one, and he's the dorky brother. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, the I, dork, I but the handsome, that. the handsome dorky taller one too. Yeah, yeah, like he's like the one that that, that every the girls want to be with. Whereas Jack's the one who just looks comes across as cool. You know, like he's just a cool. Like Jack Evans, just cool. You know, there's some guys you meet. Yeah, exactly. They're just cool exactly. guys. Like, like yeah. they could they could be like. They they don't have to be the best looking guy. They're just like, oh, that guy's a cool guy, you know. Like, and that's what Jack Evans. Yeah, he is. has it. He's yeah. a, he has that. So life. so as as they're leaving, as he kicks them out of the the, the office, mm-hmm. Angelico like is the last one to leave, and 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 like Dario could like close the door, and he comes back and he does the whole like closes the door like all like, <laughs> like all like well he comes back and I closes it. it. It's great. Well, boy, yeah, okay. This is like a six hour podcast. I was gonna say well, the last Actually, two podcasts we had going around the hour mark. Yeah. We went back to our old ways. Yeah, it's one day. I'll go that long, like yeah, ninety minutes. Hey, we had fun with it. Ninety, 90 minutes. About ninety minutes. Yeah, yes, yes. And until next time, uh, have fun, our babies, and we will be back really, really soon when you least expect it. <laughs>